What's up guys? It's good to have you back again. I'm with Grace. Grace is my oldest daughter. She's an eight. Of course, I'm a seven. Today we're talking about what energizes each type. So what is it that uh, makes each type, you know, get excited, get passionate? Get up and get moving. Get up and get moving. And uh, let's start with uh, number one. So for Enneagram type one, the reformer, uh, excellence, efficiency, and order. Excellence, efficiency, and order. And I think excellence, you know, is the idea that whatever you do, you do it with uh, to the best of your ability. And I think ones are, are going to feel that impulse to, to whatever they do, to do it. Yeah, uh, like whether it's like putting dishes in a dishwasher or finishing a paper, like they're gonna make sure everything's done just right. Or feel really frustrated when things aren't done right. And sometimes feel the need to come behind you <laughs> and, you know, sort of pick up where you... I wonder if like the lack of these things would also be energizing to them oh energizing like frust like yeah it'll like move it, them to action yeah like if i'm doing something wrong does a one come behind me and it's like oh man now i gotta do something get out of the way yeah i would think they would feel the impulse when something's not efficient something's not ordered so I, I guess I could see ones like at the back of the line at the grocery store. I was literally just thinking like the guy in the line who's like, what's taking so long up here? Come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Frustrated, angry. Why can't we get more cashiers up here at the register? Mm -hmm. I've kind of got my headphones in and I'm listening to music and I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the downtime. I'm not really panicked when something like that happens. I don't like it. I'm with the ones. Yeah. We got to have some order here. Come yeah. on. All right, so uh, you've got some ones in your life. We've got some ones in our life. And I, my brother is a one wing nine, and he's more of that frustrated. Like, it's not, it's, you know, people are, I, th I kind of think like eights, nines, and ones kind of all have, maybe I'm wrong here, but they all kind of have like this mindset that like, they might not say it out loud, but like people are stupid. Eights will say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you love people. Yeah, I don't think I'm any smarter than them usually, but I people think do in stupid general, things. yeah, people are dumb. People do stupid things. Right. And I think an eight is more likely to like, uh, like get around people. Yeah. Where a one might be like more willing to like call it out and say. Like when you're talking about being in line, like, you know, when you stand there and like the lady's not pushing her card up and or not writing a check. Seat. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> she's obviously not doing what she should be doing in line. I think the one might stand there like tapping their foot, like, come on, what's going on? Where I would be more inclined to be like, Hey, are you in line? Because when we're in line, we put stuff on a belt, so... Which one is the one that turns around and starts the conversation with me? Says, I don't know why they don't have more registers open. Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't know. I, I'll go tell somebody and get on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of think, like, eights kind of think, people are stupid, so you got to work around them. Yeah. And get out of the way and get around them. Like traffic Don't cones. depend on them because they're going to let you down. Ones are more like... People are stupid, so they need to be organized, and they need to be told what to do. We need to, to get do. a manager in here. We need to tell them what to do. We need to organize them. We need to make job roles clear, or I'll just do it myself. Right. And I think nines are kind of like, people are stupid, so, eh. Yeah. Whatever. Like, my father-in-law's a one, and he's a manager and has been a manager for, like, 30 years, and he talks about it as being, like, glorified babysitting. He's like, that's all it is. I just have to make sure people show up and do their job. I don't know why adults even need a manager. This is ridiculous. Well, you know, when you think about it, like, if the rest of us Enneagram types, you know, two through nine, if we don't have the inner critic, then we need an outer critic. Right. And yeah. And one can be provide that outer, not critic in the, you know, but in like in a, organize you and tell you what you need to do. Cause right. Because 
you may get distracted if you're a seven you might get distracted from what you need to get done and yeah. so the the one has that inner manager that they can share with the right. rest of us right <laughs> okay. right and it can be helpful oh yeah yeah well, i don't sure. we'd be lost without them yeah for sure we would be for sure all right number two the uh the giver the helper what energizes them well our notes here say appreciation love and people i can get behind like the love and people but appreciation like you have no control whether someone appreciates you or not like yeah i don't know well i mean and it energizes them yeah and they're not going to necessarily ask for it what was right. something I read the other I read that, um, you know, twos, if they want you to read their mind, that they want you to know what they need, but they don't want to tell you what they need. Right. And so maybe they want you to appreciate them uh, and everything they're doing, but they're not necessarily going to say, you, you don't appreciate me. Yeah. They're I not, think other numbers, like we make it hard on twos, especially like probably ones, nines, and eights because we're in that group that thinks everybody's dumb anyway so it's like when a two is over there like cleaning up the kitchen or something the one is like probably thinking well you're not doing it the most efficient way the nine probably doesn't even notice that you're doing it or doesn't care and the eight is like frustrated that we're waiting on you because we're trying to go somewhere after this you know yeah so it's hard i think maybe for that anger group to show the appreciation to the two yeah i don't know we probably all have reasons why we're not as appreciative as we should be but so energized by love and people. I've read a lot on the Enneagram 2 groups where, because uh, my wife is a 2, uh, you know, we always try to understand each other better. And, and I see a lot of them, you know, just distressed when they feel like people in their lives, especially their family members, you know, aren't relating to them well. They really, I think, have a deep sense that, you know, they want everybody in the family to not just relate to each other well, but to relate to them well. Like, they're working really hard at being kind, and then they kind of want the fruit of that, like the people will be kind back to them. But sometimes your kid is a five. <laughs> they don't care how kind you've been. They want you out of their room. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh -huh. And that seems like it can be really hurtful. So it energizes each type when, um, when they are the two, when, they have a when they're appreciated, uh, when they feel like they're being loved, and when the people around them are relating to them. Yeah, or maybe they have an opportunity to be with people even. Yeah, yeah. Like, Maybe they're kind of, I don't know, slumping around all day. But, well, tonight we're going to go out with all these people and that'll be good. I think ones and twos would both do thankless jobs. Yeah. But maybe for different reasons. Yeah. You know, like that job over there in the kitchen where nobody sees them. I think they both do it for different reasons. The two is doing it maybe because you need them to and they want to help you. And, you know, they're happy to come along maybe and play second fiddle to help you out and the one just sees a mess that needs to be cleaned up right. and they just can't take that mess left you know like a mess they got to just get it right and then they can go to bed and feel better about life because it's been organized right yeah right. i think both of them could do not that they wouldn't take front and center but i think both of them could be very happy probably just doing their thing More behind the scenes suffering yeah others. but they're yeah. gonna do it for maybe different reasons all right the three the three the champion the uh, achiever is energized by by efficiency like the one mm -hmm. getting things done in a you know organized way goals and tasks goals and tasks and i would say with the threes that i've seen in my life that goals and tasks are 
are big. Yeah, it's like magic when they decide, okay, I'm gonna accomplish this, or I'm gonna finish this degree, or I'm gonna, you know, finish this, whatever it is, and then they do it. <laughs> You're like, wow, you actually, you really did it. Okay, you set your mind to it and you did it, okay. Yeah. Cool. And what I see of my friends that are threes on Facebook and social media is not only do they do it, but then they, they give kind of always a challenge out to you like you could mm -hmm. you could and i don't know if that's because they're three twos or three fours or just because of the specific people i'm thinking of but it's always kind of like they they want to move you toward right with enough practice you could do it or enough dedication you could do this too yeah i'm like i didn't even know i wanted to do no that. the trouble is like i'm not interested <laughs> in doing that yeah. though <laughs> but it's like they're inspired and so they need to inspire you yeah i think that's a good thing that's when they move to six maybe like, okay. I did it. Now everybody, let's get a team. Let's all do it. Yeah. And so let's inspire you. Yeah. Like when you see a something. three who like loses a bunch of weight or something, then they're mm -hmm. going to get all their friends on a plan and we're all going to eat right. And we're all going to get up and exercise. And you see yeah. a lot of that. And where a six might be like, I need my friends to get on the diet with me. Right. The three goes and does it and then champions everybody else. Becomes a personal trainer. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah for sure. So goals and tasks. I think a lot of times, you know, I'm motivated by I let something go <laughs> undone and now the anxiety pushes me. Uh -huh. But getting motivated by goals is totally different. It's like you, you envision what could be, throw your anchor out at that, and then let that pull you forward. Right. Which is probably a lot better way than waiting to the last minute. Versus and like, now, crap, I have to do this or I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are motivated, not necessarily to a, to achieve a goal, but to get away from trouble. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a three wants... The threes I know, they... I'm thinking of one in particular. They're, they're very idealistic. Like, they want to be the ideal person. They want to be the ideal example. Mm -hmm. um, In everything they do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and one of the things I read said that, you know, they their worth is attached to their performance. And I've even... No pressure. Yeah, I've even <laughs> heard them, you know, talk about people that are not performing well in life for whatever reasons or work as... And they'll use the word, that person's worthless. And, you know, I don't think the person's worthless, but I can see... But you're not a three. I'm not a three. <laughs> you know, I might, as a seven, I might think that person's boring or lame right. or tired or, you know... Right. Uh, f foolish or something, but I think in their mind, it's like if you're not performing well... Right. And you're not goal-oriented... And what are you doing? What are you worth? What do you do all day? Yeah. yeah. What are you worth? Um. All right, the four. The creative. The... Uh, uh, what's it called again? The individualist. Yes. Individualist. All I could think was hopeless romantic. Yeah, the romantic. Yeah. That's right. They are inspired by creativity. In other words, doing things in a different way. Because isn't that really what creativity means? It's Everybody's doing it like this, but to be creative... I love a new way. To be creative means you came up with something different. Right. Okay. So creativity, emotion, and authenticity. I think I could see that one coming. Emotion yeah. and authenticity. Speak about authenticity as an eight. Yeah, I think that's something like fours and eights definitely have in common because, I don't know, like to me that's like the most important thing. Like if you're not being truthful, you're not just, not, you have to give the whole truth too. Like 
all of it. And I think fours are really good, maybe even better at eights with sharing the full truth of emotions and sadness. And, you know, eights are happy to share the truth of how angry I am or how frustrated, but not necessarily even recognize that, oh, I'm actually hurt by this or I'm actually sad about this. So I think that's something like fours and eights both think the rules don't apply to them. And I think maybe part of it has to do with authenticity. Like, it's not being authentic to myself to just go along with what everyone else is doing. I don't want to do that. I don't feel like that's right or I don't feel like that's what I would choose. So I'm just not going to do it. I think fours and eights can both be like that. I think one of the differences that comes to mind with that authenticity, because I think eights want authenticity too, but I think it'd be a value to eights. But I think you might define it just slightly nuanced. Like, I think of the four might actually tell lies about themselves or believe lies about themselves. Um, you know, let people believe things that aren't necessarily exactly the truth, but they think they're being true to themselves. They think they're being right. like true to this identity. Or they there. like latch onto one part of themselves. Yeah, overemphasize. Yeah, like I know some fours who have like different like physical problems and so they like if you look on their instagram or something like it's all about their disability they have it's all about that can, becomes an identity yeah and like or an identity marker yeah and it's like okay i literally have some of the same diagnosis of these people but I'm, it's not all over this isn't what you know about me you know yeah. it's like they need to find their identity in something so they latch onto one part and make that really truthful when it's like okay but you're also Okay, so many let me say things. it like this. Let me say it like this. Eights want to get to the truth. Yeah. What happened? What is the actual court of events or case of events? Tell me exactly what happened. That That's the way that I think the authenticity of an eight is. I want to get to the actual nuts and bolts. What happened? Tell me the truth. Where I think a four is more likely when they think of authenticity... If you guys are fours, I mean, correct yeah, us. Yeah, correct us. Put it in the I comments. I don't know. I think fours are more likely, I've got to be true to myself however I perceive myself right now. Yes. And to some others watching, we might think that it's deceptive. Right. It might but look, it would, it would it be might in look inauthentic. If we see you wearing all black one day and then the next day you're wearing rainbows everywhere, you know, it's like, well, which is it? Which... Yeah. One is true, but you're like being authentic to yourself in that moment. Yeah, you're being authentic to yourself. Right. But I we're all like, we're like, wait, you're Jerry. We know you. <laughs> right. I what think another mean? difference is too, like, if the four is like feeling this wave of emotion, they might act on that emotion because they're being true to themselves. Whereas an eight, if it's inappropriate for me to act on this emotion right now, then I'll just stuff it down and deal with it later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're still figuring this stuff out. And like I said, if you guys are fours out there. Yeah, it helps out. Help us out. I mean, it says right here in our notes, emotion. And I think eights, that's not something that you, I mean, emotion, like you, a lot of anger frustrates. Right. Frustrates you and motivates you. Right. But it's not like emotional. I don't think anybody would describe you as an emotional person. No. Yeah. No. Right. Intense, but not emotional. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, the five. All right, fives are energized by... Alone time. There's probably a few wives out there laughing as I said that, <laughs> or parents out there who got fives as kids. Alone time, knowledge, and sensory pleasures. What do you think it means by sensory pleasures? The first thing that comes to mind is so mom does brain training and 
that comes with all kinds of weird things. And she bought these um, like mats that you laid on on the floor that had all these spikes on it. And it was supposed to like integrate something in the brain, whatever. Like well, rubber Harrison, spikes. Yeah, like rubber spikes. Yeah. yeah. And Harrison, the five in our house, brought it into his house and would just like walk on it all day long while he listened to audiobooks. Like, what are you doing? Like, there's no reason for you to be doing this, but I don't know. He like keeps his room at like 60 degrees because yeah. he wants it to be cold. Because and he gets he, under blankets. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, I don't know. That's Sensory just the first thing pleasures. that comes to mind. Huh. I wonder if that's like um, um, certain kinds of foods. Right. You know, I like my room to smell a certain way and only that way. My favorite roommate that I lived with was a five and she only wanted to eat potatoes and popcorn. That yeah. was it. Those were her, her two things. I only like certain kind of music and I get pleasure from the soundtrack, you know, mm -hmm. from the temperature in the room, from my, my comfortable chair, my ergonomic keyboard. I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. Help us out, fine. Sensory pleasure. I get the knowledge in the alone time. Right. I can see that. Yeah. Information. That's like their whole thing. Sharing information, knowing information, and then being alone and unintruded upon. Mm -hmm. um, I get that. Energizes them. Alone time. Which is funny because, you know, if you're like a two and, uh, or, you know, uh, seven and you want fun or a two, you want love and people. Right. And that's what energizes you. Then your interactions with a five might actually, you know, cause them to be less energized. And you. Yeah, because they want They're trying to get time. away and you're both draining each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So alone time, knowledge, and sensory. Oh, maybe television. <laughs> could be. I wonder if you could just like get alone. All right. Here's the perfect thing. Get alone watching documentaries or whatever i know like harrison he likes to watch like the videos on youtube that show you how to play minecraft and all the different things you can unlock yeah. and all that so he's alone he's watching television gaining some kind of playing a video game on his phone while he's watching the television about a video game right getting more knowledge mm -hmm. maybe that's what we're talking about here that's what that would be his favorite thing in life. Like we could say we're going to Disney, and he's like, I would rather sit at home, watching knowledge videos about video games, <laughs> who knows what, and Marvel Universe. Yeah. Okay. All right. The six. The six is energized by affirmation, progress, and stability. I think I got the stability thing. Yeah, I think so. What do you think that means? Stability for a six. Well, they're, like, so loyal, and they're always looking to see, like, if the bottom's going to fall out in relationships or at a job or wherever. So I think as long as they can see, like, hey, you know what? Everything's going smoothly right now. Like, no problems yet. I think maybe that's what it means for a six. Wanting stability or being energized by that. Like, hey, we planned a Disney trip, and then everyone actually showed up. This is amazing, you know? Yeah. I imagine it's probably terrifying to a six when you say something like, well, they're cutting back at work. And daddy might be losing his job. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to know anything for three months, but we might be moving to Toledo. Yeah. If you said that to Olivia, she would die. We'll right just now. carry on this yeah. conversation later and then get up and walk away. Right. Right. I would think a six would just be like, Uh-huh. What? 
You might lose your job. Daddy might lose his job. Then what? What about all my friends? Right. What about my school? Right. What about my... Mm-hmm. What about our dog? <laughs> I could just imagine a six. Like the whole world crumbling uh-huh. with that... Just that hint of instability. Right. Right. The threat of it. Affirmation and progress. Affirmation. Is that coming along and saying, you're going to be okay. You're doing all right. You're gonna, they're going to love you at school. You don't have to worry about your test. You're going to do, you're going to do fine. I would think so. And progress, like they see if, if, if you get your progress report and you got a 95 and a, and an 85 and a 98 and, well, maybe I'm not going to fail because I imagine a six is probably always thinking I'm going to fail and I'm going to fail. Right. I have a friend who's a six who has been like working out and stuff a lot and she always talks about seeing progress. Like, oh, I noticed a little difference here. I noticed a little difference there. Like, she picks up on all kinds of stuff that I wouldn't think about noticing. But then when she says it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely progress. So. Maybe everything's going to work out. Yeah. It it reassures you that maybe everything's going to work out. Maybe it's going to be okay. Mm Mm-hmm. If I if I see that the grades are getting better, if I see that right. you know, things at work, work are turning around and my work is paying, I think off. we're getting along okay and yeah, okay, I can see that that makes sense. Yeah. All right, the seven. Fun, ideas, and projects. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Fun. The problem is when you define this word fun. Yeah, especially as a counter seven. Yeah. Nothing's really fun. Yeah. I mean, fun is one of those words that really try to sit and define it. Yeah, what's fun to you, probably not fun to the person next Or what was fun yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard word to define when you sit and think about it. Mm -hmm. Fun. Um, Because there's a lot of things that promise to be fun. But then when you actually set out doing them, turns out Mm. it just costs a lot of money. Right. (laughs) It wasn't that much fun. Right. And then, you know, then there's a lot of things that... You know, there's been many times when I'm doing work and I'm having fun. Right. Or I'm, you know, just grocery shopping. You know, just doing normal stuff in life. You can have fun with it if you if you don't think about what you're missing and you just show up fully to what you're doing. Right. You can have fun. Or if you're with the right people, you can have fun. Right. Yeah, you could be doing the most fun thing in the world, but if you've got the wrong people with you, it's going to yeah. kill it. Or if there's something to be afraid of. Like when we took you guys, when these guys were little, we took them all to uh, New York City. There's pictures of it. Yeah, right back here. We took them all to New York City, and and they were just little. I mean, what's more fun in your head, you know, than Mm. New York City, right? Mm -hmm. But when you got five little kids, and it's like Thanksgiving crowds, you know, and parades and all that, and you're just trying to make sure that everybody doesn't get lost, and you're holding one of them on your shoulders, and there's diaper bags, Uh and... You know, it's kind of like it becomes so much effort and so much crowd and so much intensity that like what you would think would be fun can become just a chore or terrifying or scary and yeah, and a lot of work. Yeah. And then on the other hand, you can sit out on your porch and throw gravel. That's true. You know, into the pond. That's true. And and find yourself that you had fun with that. Yeah. So fun is one of those it's one of those scary words, I think, for a seven. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a trigger word. Anxiety. It's an anxiety word, uh-huh. and I, I'm sure that the other types, it's not. I mean, fun just happens all the time, and they don't think about it. Yeah, but. you don't. I don't like start the day hoping to create fun. I'm like, eh, it'll be fine. I wake up on my days off thinking, what are we doing today? 
What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Projects, ideas. Now, projects, I don't think it's projects like the kitchen tiles need no. to be replaced. <laughs> no. I think that would energize no. the one. Yeah. No, like stuff like this. Like, you're going to start a YouTube channel and you're going to talk about this stuff and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's energizing. Projects like... Um, or, like, I started this collection, and now I get to fill in all the missing pieces, and this is my project, this is what I'm working on. That's yeah. something you get excited about. Yeah. And ideas, big ideas. Um, I think Sevens would be good at, like, starting businesses. <laughs> and handing them off to someone else. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think Eights yeah. would be good at, like, starting businesses. Um, but both of us would have to work on, you know, that the tedious detail follow through. Mm -hmm. That's where it gets, I think sevens are good at synthesizing. Hey, this works in this, you know, in, in the world of golf. And now we're in the world of sales. What could we, and bring it together and make it successful. Yeah. Like I think a seven would be a good starter and a three would be a good finisher. Yeah. You know, like I came up with this great idea. Here's the plan. And then the three could be like, okay, let me take it to the next level. Take it to the next level. Yeah. I'm going to retire here, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Where you've moved on and started five other things, you know? Yeah. All right. Cool. The eight. Intensity. Yeah. If you're going to do it, Yes. Do it. Go big or go home. Yeah. Don't just talk about it. Intensity, no. leadership, and a need for justice. Intensity, yeah. leadership, and a need for justice is what energizes the eight. Talk about that need for justice. Yeah, that's the one that sticks out to me the most. If I, like, I can be completely, like, not interested at all in what we're doing, what we're talking about, and then I see someone over there who's getting picked on, or this, wait a minute, this story's not adding up, I don't know about this, I, like, feel like there's nothing I can do to stop myself from saying something or doing something, getting involved in some way. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter how, like, distracted or busy or whatever I am doing something else. If I see something that I'm like, this is not right, then I feel compelled to say something. I read something a while back that like ones, it, ones and eights share something there with justice and fairness. And what I read was that ones tend to like want to prescribe fairness mm -hmm. in the world. Like if everybody would just stop at stoplights, if everybody would drive the speed limit, and then they're universal. Like if everybody did this, if everybody took their cart back when they were done shopping, uh -huh. if everybody would, uh, you know, wash their car when they're supposed to. If everybody Ones would... are idealists though, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that's why like you're saying this, I'm like, I feel like I'm like that, but more realistic. Like, look, people aren't gonna put their shopping carts back, so we need a new plan. Yeah. People aren't gonna stop at the red lights, so yeah. what do we do instead? Yeah, so I think ones, it's like they wanna prescribe fair rules mm -hmm. and then enforce those rules where an eight sense of justice is more like let's go after that one guy that violated that yeah and broke that law and went and i think eights might almost be convinced sometimes in their pursuit of justice to be like vigilantes and break laws yeah no because, absolutely because justice needs to be done regardless of what the law yeah says. it's robin and I, hood and i don't think ones are going to be like that as much ones yeah. are more like we got to follow the rules and the, and, and the laws right and let the and then if it's decide. outside of the law there's my hands are tied there's nothing i can do what can i do yeah where eights are more like what was that movie we watched the other night 
Oh, uh, Equalizer. Yes. That is the eight mentality. Equalizer like, too. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you're an assassin. You literally, like, this is so wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. But these people legitimately deserve to die. They're bad guys. Like, yeah. we should stop them. And you know? <laughs> all of the ones out there and their laws didn't get them. No. You guys, you dropped the ball. And so now... So the eight goes out yeah. and hunts them down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. This person is being abused or mistreated. Right. And it needs to stop. And so the eight's going to interject themselves... Right. To stop that. And like, like, and say, what's the point of trying to pass laws? Because people don't follow laws. Right. Let's go after the guy that, the one guy that did this the wrong way. Right. And get justice. Yeah. Like where a one might call DCF if they think you're a little suspicious and eight will just show up at your house. So what's going on here? Because I've been hearing some things. I want to check it out for myself. With you a know? baseball bat. Yeah. 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 I need to figure out taking matters in my own hands. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't okay. really agree with that. Leadership. Now, how is that different than like a three? Because it says a three, you know, I think about them, the, the, I think the three, four is called the professional. Yeah. So I think of ones, good managers, three, great leaders, but then there's eights, eights and threes, leadership. I think eights, I think threes work to become leaders. Like they read the right books and they have the right connections and they Get work the really hard. Yeah, they, they're the most qualified person and so they're who's promoted. I think eights are pushed into leadership. Like, I don't wanna be somebody's boss. I don't wanna tell you what to do. I want you to figure that out on your own. But like in every group project when I was at work, like now I'm working for myself, but- Like a um, good eight. Yeah, like, like every eight should do. Cause um, people are stupid, you don't wanna have to depend on no, them. No, listen, <laughs> I'm never gonna fire myself, okay? Right. But um, I think eights get pushed into that role because they're action first. So when no one else can make a decision, I've already made a decision and they're confident and that intensity, they speak like whatever I say, it looks like I believe it 100%. I, when I was working one of my jobs, um, my boss told me, you're so confident with everything. It, even if you didn't know what you were doing, we'd probably still let you do it. And I was like, yes, exactly. That's why I got this job, you know, because. So maybe it's leadership more in the regards, because uh, a lot of aides maybe aren't seeking to manage other people. No, but I can see how that's energizing though. Like, because I, I'm also a counter eight, so maybe it's different. And like, I think about being at church or something. I feel like I'm always causing problems because I have these ideas or I have these things I want to do. And so when someone does push me towards a leadership role or gives me some kind of authority, that's really energizing because it's like, oh, I'm not actually causing problems here. Like, you guys are on board with this. Okay, let's do it. And then I'll be the most excited to do it. But I think, uh, yeah, if it. If I was just working a job where there is no way that I was going to be pushed towards any kind of leadership, like, I'm not, I don't want to be a secretary my whole life. Not there's anything wrong with that, but like, I just, I want to know that whatever I'm doing, I can move up. That's why I like working for myself because it's up to me whether I make a million dollars or make no dollars, you know? Where some types would be energized by, hey, Marty, you're going to be a part of a team of 20 people. You get cubicle F. Right. And report to Sarah. Right. An eight is more energized by the project's yours, turn it around. Right. Well, Here's like your team, the six, they're energized by affirmation. Yeah. So if you're working for yourself, you're not getting any affirmation from anybody. Yeah. If anything, people are like wondering when you're going to get a real job, you know? And so I think it can be difficult. Leadership can be difficult for other types because they're not, when you're a leader, you're not appreciated. 
you're not, you know, you're going to be the first person that people have a problem with. And you don't necessarily get a, a report. No, yeah, nobody's telling yeah. you how you did at the end of the day. Right. Not with any good sense, usually. So. Right. So if you want to get an eight involved or engaged in what you're doing, give them a position. Not, okay, maybe I said that wrong. I think the three would want the position more. Right. Give the eight the task and say, turn this around. Right. And right. get the people that you need on board. And we want this, right. this area of our job or this area of our business. Right. Turn it around. And it's on you. Yeah. And then you've got the freedom then. But you're going to want the freedom to do it your own way. Yeah. Don't give me, here's a team of seven people and they all kind of suck. Make sure they get their <laughs> job done. Like, that's like my worst nightmare. No, I don't want to do that. And we're going to look over your shoulder the whole time. Yeah, and let you know what we're doing, what you're doing wrong. Because yeah. I'm a one. No, I don't think you're doing this you right, you know. keys and say, go yeah. turn it around. We're not going to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. We'll be back in three weeks. Get <laughs> yeah. the job done. Yeah. You know. And yeah. an eight would be willing to walk in and say, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Right. Right. And that's why I think people like eights get a bad rep like they're being mean or something it's like no i'm not being mean you're just not serving the purpose that we need done here we're yeah. gonna switch there's you that, out there's that authenticity of an eight is, right marty you stink and you're done right and i don't know how of, you weren't already taken care of yeah yeah and there's a lot of us types on the enneagram that have a very hard time looking at marty we'd want to oh, marty you can uh -huh. we want to beat around the bush with marty as long as we could right when he just needs to be let go yeah yeah okay the nine <laughs> you're gonna like this one okay what energizes each type and you're married to a nine and yes. we haven't you have a nine sister too yeah. all right so comfort <laughs> peace and naps uh -huh. okay that's what energizes the nine comfort peace and naps yeah you want to talk about that well i think it's of course i'm an eight so my gut instinct is to disagree with something like automatically so i'm just gonna get that out of the way the first thing comfort like usually people are energized by discomfort yeah. Like, I'm right. uncomfortable here, so that's going to force me to action. But I would say that's not true for nines, though. It really is comfort. If you make a nine uncomfortable, they're they're tapping out. They're done. They're not going to do it. But if you turn on the air conditioning the right way and get them a snack and you... Or the promise of comfort coming. Right, right. Then they're going to be more motivated to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you put Zach in the right environment... There's nothing he won't get done, but if you put him in the wrong environment, he won't get the most simple of tasks done. Yeah, if he's uncomfortable. Right, or, right. Yeah. Think about the difference between, I mean, the three and the nine are related on the Enneagram. Right. Think about the difference between I'm motivated by a goal, I'm motivated by what makes me comfortable. Right. I can get you in trouble. What if little Debbie's is what makes you comfortable, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Or I'm working all day so that I can come home and sit on my comfortable couch and watch my comfortable show right. and eat my comfortable food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Comfort, peace, peacekeepers, mm -hmm. avoidance of conflict, the avoidance of confrontation, where the eight, I don't mind confrontation, right? I didn't even know it was a confrontation until you started crying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were just talking. Right. Yeah. Right. Peace, comfort. Uh, somebody that values them and what they're saying. Yeah. I can see, like, Zach has worked in jobs before where the people there were terrible to work with. And so there's that lack of peace. And that's not motivating or energizing at all. Because every day he would go to work, it's just, here I am stuck with a bunch of people that I don't agree with, that I don't like, that don't like me. And I can feel that. And it was really difficult for him versus working with people he loves or in an environment that feels really comfortable to him and he like does amazing there yeah 
So you can definitely see the difference. Right, comfort, peace, and naps. <laughs> I don't know. Take a power nap and try again in 30 minutes? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's just times when nines feel like they just have to shut down. Yeah. Because I know with my daughter who's a nine, like, she'll be in the room. She naps a lot. She'll be in the room talking, laughing and everything, and then she's gone. And I'm like, where'd she go? And I'll go in her room, open the door, and she's curled up. Not just, like, on the bed asleep, but blankets, Like, the pillows. whole thing. Pajamas on. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Yes. Like, went to bed. She's always been like that, too. Went like, to when bed. we were little kids, we'd bed. have company over, and she's, like, five years old and would disappear. She's asleep. Yeah, she's in her bed, like... Like, Grandma's here. Don't you want to see her? Nope. It's nap snoring. time. Snoring. Yeah. Snoring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Asleep. Yeah. Like, when I take a nap, it's usually 10 minutes or an hour at the most, but, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, usually. I only take nap five fever. I cannot nap. Yeah. I can't do Intensity. it. Intensity. I'm awake all the time. Awake <laughs> all the time. Well, this has been fun. It's been helpful. It's uh, It sure helps us understand, you know, better ourselves and the people that are important to us in our life. And I hope it's helpful to you guys. And uh, as always, like, comment, and subscribe. And be present to life. Don't uh, miss what's right in front of you because of what you wish would, would be the case. All right, guys. Until we see you next time. Take care. See ya.